Welcome to a brand new episode of a worst song ever. The podcast that loves horses, her boyfriend, horses, America, and don't forget about loving horses. I'm your host, Jason. Anybody who has has not heard the um, Jimmy Fallon first draft of Free Falling um, by Tom Petty, here's my question to you, Mike. Is there an audio equivalent? One of one of the great things about this is, you know, Kevin Bacon is seeing this terrible song about horses. And Jimmy Fallon is standing next to him the whole time looking confused. Is there an audio equivalent where Jeremy and I can look confused while you say things? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we can workshop that one later. I like the idea. Uh, What we do on this podcast is each week we try to make a new worst song. What you just heard was last week's song, Crave Case. It is our short radio jingle slash party anthem. (laughs) I think Mike party is much different that, from the rest a, of us. That's an untapped <laughs> genre right there. The radio jingle slash party anthem. Yeah. Brought to you by White Castle, everyone. Yeah, they paid nothing Yeah, to, to, to get that. I actually gave them money for the Crave case the last time we had a Crave. Like, this is a terrible deal all the way around. <sighs> so, so true. <laughs> I am our. Uh, I'm the host of this podcast. My name's Jason. Because of the par- party anthem, I kind of think of, of us at a party. For some reason, I just imagine us on a cruise ship. I don't know what our roles each would be. My guess is I would be the cruise ship fund director. Do you have thoughts on yourself? What role you would play on a cruise ship? I think I'd be uh, in the SNL skits where Will Ferrell is playing keyboard. And like, you know, kind of singing songs and like getting mad at others. I can be I that. Like, I like that answer a lot. I, I really wanted to know if one, I, I, for some reason I anticipated one of you guys to be the one who's leading the conga dance, but like intentionally leading them out of the room into another place that they're not supposed to be like the bowels of the ship. We have a Twitter account at worst song pod. Each week we follow a new musician. We Did we talk about who we we're going to follow this week? Mm-mm. We didn't. No, no, we did not. I was thinking about terrible music, though, a lot this week because it's Christmas time and Christmas music at the, is time, downright- at the recording of yeah. this podcast. Yeah. But Which not at the time of this out. release. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We record a bunch of these ahead of time so that we can edit them and splice them and throw them together later. But I was thinking about just terrible music and Christmas music pops up a lot. I think I've decided that country Christmas music that is like poppy and trying to be good is my least favorite music genre of all time. I was at a bar last night, and for some reason, it it seems like my wife plays a lot of reggae music, and it gets old after a while. But we were at this bar. I have so many questions right now. Yeah, They were playing reggae Christmas music, and I initially was like, this is terrible. I hate it. And then the guy sitting next to me was wearing, he's my best, my wife's best friend's fiance. Um, and he's a Cardinals fan and he was wearing his Cardinals jersey and he apparently hates Christmas music and reggae music together. And A, I didn't want to be on a side and B, I'd like to see him in pain so that it became my favorite music. <laughs> so, yeah, <it's> kind of spite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you like he, he likes the Cardinals, so he had nothing going he for is, him after that. Yeah, he's terrible yeah. taste. And there's no way I'm agreeing with him. So, I, I'm going to, I've never even, I mean, before last night, I didn't even know that reggae Christmas music was a thing, but it makes sense. So, I can't decide if that's good or bad. <laughs> so have you guys had any um, inspirations lately, good or bad? I have, if you want me to jump I, in. I did not prepare for this section of the show. No. So I was listening to, um, I, I've listened to, there's a podcast that they interview musicians, and they were uh, interviewing Andre 3000 from Outcast. And first off, it sounds like a amazing, cool, awesome dude. But one of the things he talked about was like, he was almost he's almost a casualty of his own success. He's almost afraid of putting out music and he feels like he gets judged because he's put out such great music in the past. And it made me think a lot about a how great it would be just like to get him out of that shell, get him on this thing, you know, if we ever <laughs> get followers, <laughs> we all go at, uh go and see if we can get him to really get him out of his shell. I mean, not caring is what I love about this process, not caring about you know how it's going to turn out, not caring about how other people are going to feel about it, and, and not clamming up as a result and really setting us free is really what I love about 
this, you know, what yeah. we're doing here. So I'm reading a book uh, called Daisy Jones and the Six. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but it's it's basically a documentary book about a fictional rock band from the 70s. So it's got like all of my favorite things where it's like, it's a documentary, it's rock, it's got, you know, all sorts of sex, drugs, rock and roll, but then it's also fiction. So I guess it's great. But one of the things that's in there is like, there's these two songwriters and they have kind of an interesting, you know, back and forth, but they go into like confidence is the freedom to fail and like not being upset about it. And I was just like, that's like our podcast in a nutshell right there. <laughs> so It's just too bad that like somebody who's an actually good musician is afraid and like, I don't know. Like it would be that would. I don't know if that becomes the pinnacle of our. Wait, service. are you saying I'm not a good? I'm not a good musician. Is that I'm what saying you're saying? You're, right I'm now? saying you're a great musician. I'm a bad musician. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's true either. It's because can, you can't play any music. No, <laughs> you're a bad musician. I think that's is that the definition? I don't, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know either. Semantics. Uh, uh, yeah. But man, just I mean, a I thought it was you know it was brave of him to open up about you know anybody open up about their fears and what have you, but. God, it would be great if, you know, that becomes our mission is to see if we can inspire him to put out and release great music. So that was my main inspiration. I, I mean, I guess there was one other pod that I was listening to, but I don't know if we want to keep talking about other podcasts. That seems kind of meta. Have you thought about the Chris Gaines album from Garth Brooks ever? I don't know if I've ever listened to it. I feel like he got such oh, crap. Like that it kind of shut things down before, like I liked what he was doing. Like he bought in, he went all in for his movie and then the movie never came out, you know, like, so I've got to, I, I, even if the movie's garbage or the, the music is garbage, I've got to support Garth for, you know, going for something. I don't remember thinking it was garbage, but I mean, I probably haven't heard it in 15, 18 years, whenever it came out, you know, I don't remember when it came out. It's about 20 years, maybe. I mean, it's not, it's no Chinese democracy. What is the, the album or the concept? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, did you I'm actually? A, I'm a big fan of how often Chinese democracy comes up on this. <laughs> like, yes. Still haven't listened to it. Still haven't made a song called Chinese Democracy. Should I ask some random questions or? Um, yes. Let's, yes. Let's get sure. some fodder going here. Let's get the creative juices flowing. Another thing that I was actually I was listening to. Do you guys know know who Iron Horse is? They're uh they're a bluegrass band that covers uh just kind of not even one genre they they cover random musicians one is like Modest Mouse they do a, a Led Zeppelin thing they do a Metallica thing they do Kings of Leon my question to you guys is I was listening to the Iron Horse Metallica which so if you're to cover a song in a different genre like what genres work the best and or worst. To cut, like you're talking about, like Alien Ant Farm doing Smooth Criminal, or maybe Limp Biscuit doing um, Faith by George Michael are the two um, weird ones off the top of my head. Like, what genre, like, do you agree with bending genres when covering a song to kind of keep it original? And what ones work best and worst? The combinations. Well, I think if you're doing a cover, you need to do something, you need to put your own spin on it. And that's one way you can do that. Uh, how successful you are depends on a number of other things. I have so many opinions on cover songs that we could definitely spend the next 90 minutes talking about it. Because, Jason, I know you and I have, like, so many times. <laughs> but uh, I think to me, like picking another genre is great if you want to cross it. And, I mean, that's something I really like to do when I cover songs is pull something from, like, the furthest away of the style I'm playing and try and cover it that way. Which is fun. It can also be challenging. It also can kind of get derivative at some point because, I mean, there's all sorts of memes about somebody picking up a ukulele on YouTube and trying to, you know, play a hip hop song. And so, you know, you know when the Gourds did it the first time, oh, was, you know, the yeah. first one I heard was the Gourds doing Snoop. Right. Uh, which is, in my, my opinion, the greatest cover song I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. But white guys, white guys with beards doing acoustic covers of hip hop is probably my favorite genre. Well, there's only a few of those to choose from then. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I like about that that Metallica album especially is because they slow it down enough you can understand the lyrics and you're like wow this is hey this is a interesting like it's it's actually they're the lyrics I think are good I never you know that goes by so fast and you know kind of garbled a little bit it's hard to understand them and B I'm a sucker for harmonies like that's kind of the reason why it's easy for me to 
like a bluegrass cover of be yeah. it Snoop Dogg or Metallica. I think that's I think that's a cool thing. Like when you get something out of the song you weren't getting before, because maybe the lyrics are clear to understand, or they added their own verse, or they even just change a few words and it gets into like a more complex meeting on something, or like I like that a lot. I generally am not like for cover songs, I don't like you to record it if it's basically you playing someone else's song. If you made it your own, yeah. I'm totally yeah. fine with being on an album. But if you're just playing someone else's song, do it live for an encore at the end of your show. Cool. That's fun. Everybody likes it. It's really cool. Don't like that should not be a thing that you release on the radio or a single or whatever. That's just that should be like a live moment for those people. And when you make your own cover song, it needs to be something way different. Um, you know, I also think about like Blinded by the Light from Man for Man, which is one of my favorite covers of all time. You know, Springsteen wrote it. It is such a different song when Springsteen sings it. Like it's slow, it's depressing. And then like Man for Man gets it and you're just like, I'm revved up like a deuce. And then you think <laughs> it's a douche because the guy's a speech impediment, but like you don't even care. And like it just keeps going. And like it, again, I think you need to take it and make it your own in some way. I think that's really, really important. Yeah, one of the kind of lesser known ones is uh, off of a live album. Uh, uh, going back to Garth Brooks, he covered Aerosmith's "Fever." The Fever, I think, is what it's called. It's either Fever or the The Fever. And a, I don't think um, <laughs> as many drugs as Steven Tyler has done. I don't think he remembers recording that album. So I think that's uh, less. It's seen as less of a cover, but the you know they have the the fiddle in there and they're really going and he's just going you know his live shows he's you know excuse my french balls of the wall like you know on ropes swinging across stages and over tops of people and the way he does that song does does he come in like a wrecking ball he doesn't do it naked as far as i know i've never been to a garth show perhaps you should if, okay. if that's the price of if that's what I get for the price of admission, well, that, that ticket's worth it twice the price. <laughs> so yeah, I I I like the idea of you have to put your own stamp on it. One of the things that I really like is when you just take the lyrics like completely out of context and throw them into another song you're already playing. In what way? How do you do that? Let's. I, I can think of two people off the top of my head that have done that in a kind of a weird way like county crows is in that live amount number of times they used to take spring sing songs and they throw the lyrics in the bridge and they didn't fit at all and it was really great and what i mean like great like it was just it added something to the song in a very different way uh and the other one is i think it was chris, like chris cornell's cover billy jean's amazing but this is not the one i was going to talk about chris cornell it's a live thing and he was he wanted to play one from you too and so he got the chords from that, but he didn't remember the words. And so they looked up one and he got the Metallica <laughs> words from one, which is, of course, a very different song. And so he's playing the, you know, like the YouTube one. I can't remember anything. And it was just like, it was awesome. It was so great because he, he's playing Metallica over YouTube. And it was just, it was, it was a fun thing. No, I, I, I think, I mean, it covers in some ways are paying, you know, paying tribute to the, the, like great songs you love and know and i think that's cool one of the other things i like to do is try to make a song that's like similar to a song that i, I like a lot that i enjoy a lot and that's difficult we um, haven't because, done because that I'm, at all I'm on not this pod. A, that's not true you, really what song is really similar to any song i feel like you nearly every time have taken a hard left turn and that's not a reference to our nascar song i mean like <laughs> left or left <laughs> You know, we go down the crossroads and there's no, you know, Clapton at all. It was like, okay, we're just going to do our own thing. And it was like, oh, you know, the well, NASCAR no, so, song, but I don't let's think... do some country twang to it. And you're like, no, we're not doing that because that's what you would expect. But I think that's that's not to say that it doesn't sound like a song in a different genre. The topic might not be in that genre or like in that style. But I don't know. I, I Let's see. Okay, let's put it this way. The off-pod one I did about stationary leg dancing. Like, mm -hmm. that was basically a tribute to Lonely Island hip-hop. And it, it did sound a lot like something right. that they might think right. about. I mean, like, it wasn't out. perfect or anything like that, no. but it was kind of like in the spirit of that, right? Yes. And that was definitely what I was going for for that song. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which, you know, I think maybe that leads me to one of the questions I've been thinking about for a while is we're not comedy music. But 
we might also not good music we might fall more into that genre of what what the appeal is and so my question is like who do you consider to be the pinnacle of comedy music because i feel like comedy music is so difficult it's you know it can just be straight up comedy but you listen to it once like you know it most comedy albums except for back in the day you know you you hear a stand-up set once and then they get rid of it and start over again like they don't play free bird for 30 years it gets old so it has to be it has to be good music to be able to play it over and over again but also have the humorous factor so it's like an extra level of difficulty so who do you guys think is the best kind of comedy i mean if you don't say weird al at this point you're wrong yeah like i just don't know how else to put it yeah who else has made a career out of it like the dude's a genius and he has to because of the difficulties of doing comedy music he basically has to every album he has is a comeback album because everybody forgets about weird al or thinks he's washed up and done and then he finds a new generation of fans or a new you know place to go grab influence from like he and he's just a genius and you know, never got into the sex drugs and rock and roll and never, I mean, you know, seems like a good dude. He's an accordion player. Uh, you know, I mean like it's just, there's just, there's a lot to like now. Is he my favorite overall? It's hard to say, but I mean like we have to admire the ones that came before all of us. And and weird Al was kind of that to me. Dr. Demento would be like another one, the Dr. Demento show, which was a radio show that was very comic and oriented. That's where weird Al got his start. Yeah. Yeah. That was his influence. Yeah. Am I allowed to say at this point that I never really got into Weird Al? Like, I don't really care for parody movies, and I don't generally like most, except for there are very few kind of recent Weird Al songs, and maybe more of his like original stuff I'm into. But like the what was it? The Alan Thick cover was like the um, Word Crimes or something like that. Robin Thick, completely different person. That's his dad. Well, his dad too. Yeah, I was never really. I was never really a Weird Al guy. Like he seems like a great dude, and I mean, you know, I respect I, him. But the, the thing about Weird Al is that he has, like, he does original songs that are funny, and those aren't the ones that you hear about. Like right. it's, you hear "Eat but It," those and I'm songs like, are okay. Also good. The thing about like parody songs that don't really resonate with me is like you have to really know the source material. Like otherwise, the jokes just fall flat. I don't know. Yeah, a I mean, lot of times, like I, for example, if you watch Spaceballs, there are a lot of jokes that are on yeah. their own. But like, there are like, there's like a joke about like um, a commercial, a gum commercial that happened in the '80s, you know, that like nobody will remember now because it's I will. Just, well, it was double the pleasure, yeah. double the fun. But like, how funny is that joke? It's just referencing a commercial, you know, like. You gotta do what you can. I do, do like. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I love Spaceballs, but like that joke in particular. Yeah, I don't even know where you're going with this. You're, you're hating yeah. on Spaceballs. You're hating on Weird Al. I, I do. Space, on Spaceballs. Well, references aren't comedy. Look at Family Guy. It, that's what I'm talking about. References are, you know, they're just references. Like, we enjoy them. But, but after I, a while, they have a short shelf life. Well, but I think well, what Weird Al does, even on the parody, like the parody song where he's taking somebody else's songs and rewriting lyrics to it, um, is something different. So, Weird Al, Dare to be Stupid, is one of the best songs in his catalog by far. It was basically a Devo parody. He was trying to do everything yeah. exactly like Devo. So good that the lead singer of Devo comes back and says, I hated how good it was. It was better than our stuff. <laughs> because the sound was even better than what Devo could get. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just a solid new wave track. Oh, it's, 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 it's amazing. And, and it's used in Transformers the movie, which is also awesome. The real Transformers, yeah. not the ones that are Michael Fox, the one, Michael the Bay, one, no, um, Megan Fox, Michael <laughs> Bay, the one yeah. that, uh, uh, oh, who's the guy who did Citizen Kane? Orson Welles. Orson Welles wasn't Orson Welles in the yeah, animated. He was, um, yeah, it was his, He started his, with, movie. his very first movie was considered the greatest movie of all time, and his last movie in his life was Transformers. <laughs> so uh, Transformers. obviously, he had a great career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's one of the things that I really love about like, especially Flight of the Concord's first album is like they did that Bowie song. And that was that, that was just a straight up good Bowie song. Like, yeah, it was right. it referenced a lot of Bowie, but it was like it was a good song, like the way it was put together. And, you know, a lot of the Lonely Island songs are really well, like they're really well put together, like party songs. And yeah, like, sure. Some of it's talking about like, 
babies Coming. pooping and stuff. And yeah. Um, Coming in your pants. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, the, you Love know, them. the really great comedy, um, you know, duos or trios or groups or what have you, they, they really get the music right as well. So are we moving on to the music? I vote yes. Okay. So we've discussed a few Wait, topics who we're calling tonight. on Twitter? We didn't do that yet. Yeah, um, yeah we didn't decide that. We, is Chris Gaines on Twitter? Oh, let's look. I really, really hope so. If it's, we can't there, follow there, Garth. There are multiple people calling themselves Chris Gaines. None have his picture. Can we follow 37 Chris Gaines this week? Um, <laughs> you want to follow every Chris Gaines account? <laughs> yes, we could. I, I want it to be, it's either all of them or a really random number because it'd be, you know, each week, like if somebody next week says, hey, let's start a Chris Gaines Twitter account, we can't just keep up with it each week. Well, right. There's at least 20 uh, people calling themselves Chris Gaines, and I don't believe any of them are. I guarantee you none of them are Chris Gaines. Well, well, I don't know. There, like, there should be, could be some dude from you know, Michigan named Chris Gaines, I guess. Right? How? How? Seems okay. Likely. I want to follow a dude for like he'd just be like, "Why is this podcast following me?" Maybe we can get our first fan that way. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. All right, we're gonna follow people named Chris Gaines this week. All right. Well, I love it. Yeah, there are definitely a few people who that is their actual name. I think we should go for it. Let's. So this week we're following anyone named Chris Gaines that we happen to find at this moment in time, and I'm fully on board with that. Yes, we're stirring up a little. Are they a musician? Who cares? They in our hearts and minds. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritually, you're the singer of your own story. You know. Oh my God! Is that our topic this week? You're the singer of your own story. Oh, you know that needs to be a topic. Sorry, sorry. You're asking for inspiration. I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back a little bit. Have y'all watched The Witcher yet? No, I have not. Oh my god, I've been meeting too. So good, the bard in that. I have never seen a bard portrayed better on a screen than in The Witcher. It's so good. Anyway, we can come back to that. <laughs> okay, great, badass, badass bards. Well, I thought <laughs> I was like I was expecting the both of you had already watched it. Sorry, Maybe, uh, I, I mean Jeremy doesn't have a kid and he's a nerd, so that's a safe yeah, bet. I just haven't. I I have a kid and I and I was super excited about this. I watched it most of it the day it came out. So I don't know anything about The Witcher, the game. Oh, or I've anything, read the books so. and played the game, so I, I'm pretty into it. <laughs> I didn't know there were books. Yeah, they're they're Polish. It's rare to see a bard that's not the butt of all the jokes, and they just did a really good job with like a bard that was amazing. So, is he the main character? No. no. Okay. Do they call him dandelion. Uh, they call him the Polish word for dandelion, okay. um, which is the name of the original character in the Polish version. Topics this week. Uh huh. I think we should do one on education of where babies come from, because there's too many songs about making babies. There's not enough songs about where do babies come from. The inquisitive four-year-old wants to know. I don't. I I think I think that sentence is flawed. <laughs> it's just everything in that almost every word in that sentence is flawed. Um, four-year-olds don't know anything, nor should they. That's why they're inquisitive. That's that's. But are you kidding? Have you have you ever sat next to a four-year-old and answered all their questions? Well, I mean, I plan on doing what my dad used to do. If he if I asked enough questions, my I'd be like, why? 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 And my dad would eventually say, so that you would keep asking me. And that was his way to shut me the hell up. There's also the ask your mother. Yeah. Oh, that's you know? a good one. Yeah. So you think four, this is, a, so if it's a song for four-year-olds. I didn't say it was a song for do four-year-olds. Do we need really, xylophones? <laughs> <laughs> it's played with tiny, tiny instruments. Do you you're have any gonna, tiny instruments? You're not going to believe the instrument I already have picked out. <laughs> Uh, Let's see how this sounds. <laughs> is it? It's like a mix. If uh, church bells had sex with a xylophone, that's what would happen. Well, we can change it. I mean, we could. That was glass marimba hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, where is this? Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I thought maybe I could talk you out of this, but no, we've nope. we've gone too far. <laughs> so, are we going through the whole birth story? I, are we going through the nitty gritty? I mean, because you're all about story. I, mean, I am about story. I I think 
I have no idea where we're going to go. I mean, yeah, is it from Inception, or is it from... Oh, God, now we're getting political. No, I don't. <laughs> Once a baby formed? <laughs> yeah. How is baby formed? Uh, I don't... I'll go get pregnant. <laughs> Do people say the word pregnant? Uh, they doing memes. answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wondering if Mike needs to use the word pregnant instead of pregnant. It does now. Are we going medical? Are we going story? What do you think? I think you're going to make me ask you this question 37 times. I'm not going to be able to wrap my brain around it, and then we're eventually going to have a song at the end, no matter what. That sounds good. <laughs> Jeremy, you have you haven't stick, stuck around for the end, uh, for the, no. the part where I start to really I don't question know, what's I don't happening. I do work tomorrow, so. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelt, buddy. I like that Jeremy also had a piece of pizza when we got on the call. Yeah. At 1030, I was like, you're doing it right. Hey, you don't build a physique like this without working at it. My bottle's a t- body's a temple. It's a monument. I mean, I mean Chris Gaines, that's me at the gym. <laughs> so, since we're... <laughs> uh, oh, that was good. All right, so we're we're just going to make some music. We uh, see it over pants right here. Let's do it. Mike has some a plethora of weird instruments put together for us, and we're going to learn how a baby's made. And the best part about this is Jeremy has no idea because he's the only non-father of us, so it might get gruesome. It might get weird. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to learn something. So, <laughs> so function of how we do it, Mike is the musical talent, and Jeremy and I will sit through this and try and cream him off track. Um, we might even Google some weird things about childbirth and... I hope we all yeah. come a little bit smarter and a, and a lot dumber at the end of this thing. So, here we are. It is now time for the montage. I am not Have you thought about a montage? Oh, here's a YouTube video called Kids Explain How Babies Are Made. <laughs> Maybe they know something we don't. How a baby's made. That's a photo of two ch- chickens having sex. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be a minor song or a major song what's the tone that we're going for because being a parent is a big deal in terms of yeah. responsibility especially right which is why we should downplay a lot nope that doesn't go at all <laughs> please nope it's a Christmas baby it's a Chris- It's this is our tribute to Jesus nine pounds seven ounce little baby Jesus Christmas. Are you uh, why not? <laughs> no, it's it's about the non-conception of Jesus is the story that we're telling. The non-conception conception. How are babies delivered in the wintertime if all the storks flew south? Boom. That's got to be your opening line. Where do the storks get the babies from? What are the statistics on how much weight a stork can carry? <laughs> It's like an unladen swallow type. Uh. Well, that got auto-completed from Google, so. A pelican can carry three, three gallons, gallons of water. Three babies. That's three babies. I mean, do you want like a metal drummer? What about like a, like a steel drum? <laughs> <laughs> God, that, that sounds... Oh, how the fuck did he get the 140? That's the problem. Seis, tres, nueve... So we had a song that said we should randomly speak Spanish to make it sound classy. That was in the background. Yes. What's the most classy language? I don't know. The thing is, it just needs needs to be foreign (laughs) and and quiet enough you can hear it, but you can't understand it. I'm not sure actually where this candle thing is going. If you were to tell the story, what part of the story are we talking about? Because you know, where it's the conception to birth. Oh, no, the story I'm really talking about is there's like, imagine you're at a family gathering. Okay, I like where this is going. Okay, and there's like your four-year-old niece is there, right? And she says, where do babies come from? And you're like, shit, it's Christmas. I've had too much nog. I have to answer this question. 
and there's a fucking four-year-old that's not mine who's asking me about the most complicated things in the universe. What I what I love a lot is like that moment of like the parent is there stuttering, and the really drunk uncle's just sitting there. He's like, "Guess what, Hello? Uncle Uncle Leo's got this." Right, and so I think that's really the stage I'm setting. Like, okay. I'm less concerned about the scientific details of where babies come from. Just the so, awkwardness that this this situation creates, I think, is really what I'm into. I'm picturing an awkward set of parents and a really drunk uncle who does not have correct scientific facts. Of course not. Well, and he doesn't know how to talk to four-year-olds. Yeah. Where do babies come from? Ocho. How do they get here? <laughs> Uno, dos, burrito. Trace, burrito. Babies all around. I think we should put in some of the Spanish uh, samples in the background for no reason at all. Dos, tres, cuatro. Can you get her to say burrito, please? <laughs> I don't think so. But like, even if it's just you going burrito, like it's good. Like it's not going to work if it's me. Exactly. No, it's, 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 not, it's not about working. <laughs> okay. Sound like a sound more like a lady. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, <laughs> you fuckers. Uh. <laughs> Why won't you just sound more like a lady? I can't finish if you don't know. <laughs> I can't finish if you don't know. That has to be a line. Because <laughs> a dirty uncle would totally say that. Y'all are deviants. Oh, After listening to her, I had to make a call. I'm trying to think about the next part of the story here. How come when mommy gets fat, she has a baby, but when you get fat, nothing happens? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the word you because then it's not punching down; it's punching at the singer yeah. who okay. happens it's, to be you. But <laughs> I really like the part where I'm singing my own duet. I don't feel something like that at all. It's gonna not fit. Oh, right? Yeah. This is terrible. Yes, that's what <laughs> Uncle Mike does. That's the point. I feel like I shouldn't use my own name. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was your mistake. And guess what? We're too far You're gone. Too, yeah, too late. Not too far. <laughs> All right, we need some lyrics. Uh, so what are you going to tell a four-year-old about where babies come from? Well, mommy and daddy love each other very much. And that's why I go straight to Chili's, because <laughs> it starts out sweet. It starts out sweet, and then it goes stupid, you know? <laughs> like... They meet in a Chili's bathroom talking about no, the no, you predators. Say, well, a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, or they wake up in a Chili's bathroom <laughs> after after six uh, tequila slammers. Because it's two for Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's Ladies Wednesday, when it, and I when brought my good wig. When it's two dollars, you when it's two dollar, you call it. <laughs> and guess what? I called it. How come when mommy got fat, she got a baby? But when you got fat, nothing happened. We're, we're here at the end of the song where we're less than pleased. I want it to be when mama got fat, she got pregnant. When you got fat, you got something. Is it, I, I, I just in terms of the cadence of how that goes. Nothing happened. Okay. Yeah. I okay, kind of like you got, and I don't know what the something is. And I've kind of been debating in my mind and some of them are. <laughs> you got divorced. Got divorced. Oops. That's so cruel. Like a child would really say that shit. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. They don't understand etiquette, right? So <laughs> I, I kind of love it. Welcome back from that awesome montage. That is where do babies come from? So. I always love the Mike and Jeremy. Jeremy is Jeremy is here with us all the way through the montage, which is the first time. So um, we'll get to that in a moment. I always love the idea of giving real information in a song because it never happens. You know, one of my ideas still in the queue for uh, topics is giving financial and or legal advice. 
That's a great idea. That being said, our goal was to give out real advice, and we Absolutely. failed, like always, in terms of giving real information. I, I don't know that we failed. No, we took a we took we an angle. We didn't hey. give good advice, hey. which I think is normal for us. None of it was real advice. Oh, it's real. It's just real bad stuff. You should you know, follow. So, Carry next on. question. Jeremy's the non-father out of us. Did you learn anything? I learned uh, eggnog and four-year-olds don't mix. That's something. I'll take that. <laughs> Legally speaking, that's a you know great way to look at things. And and in terms of uh, so this is the very first one that Jeremy has been able to because he's not working tomorrow um, because it's the holiday. He's able to sit through the entire songwriting process and the wrap up of the of the whole podcast. Did Jeremy Mike? Did Jeremy make the song better? Or did he help derail it? Yes. Are those different things? Yes. <laughs> like Jeremy was here. The nice thing he did was distract you from me at times so that I could actually write the song while you two were doing whatever you do. I mean, this is absolutely, I was going to bring, uh, I was going to talk about this later, but this is the, I, one of the very few songs, I think one other song that we've done, you've actually written a handful of lyrics. And this one, I think you wrote at least two or three times that many, partially because the song's longer, but... I mean, I have five songs that I've written lyrics to so far that we've done. Well, you act- No, but I mean, like, before just, sp- for lack of a better term, spewing them out of your head. Yeah, well, no, so I, I did from... Well, no, some of them... Sorry, some of these were off pod. So I think three of them I've done so far where I've written things down. Really? Yeah. Can I ask you which ones? The NASCAR one had some notes. There was one other that nope, I was you're right. Of. Those are the, the that's the only other one. All the others oh. are off pod. I, I that wasn't even the one I was thinking of. I was thinking there was one that you'd written lyrics. I might for. have, and I didn't use this application. I switched to this app for all the stuff now, but I might not have used this app at this point. So why did you end up writing? Like in terms of the songwriting process, how are things different this week for you, Mike? I was actually trying to figure out a little more structure. I, I this week, so I, I try and do one off pod song a week and one on pod, which I don't know if anybody's realized that that's the cadence yet, but that's roughly what I've been trying to do. Um, and I didn't get an off pod song done this week because I started one and I could not get the lyrics right. Like I just, I couldn't get a melody. I couldn't get a feel like nothing was going well. I loved the music, had no words. I could just turn it as an instrumental, but you'd be like, great. Now you're fat boy slim. So, uh, I love fat boy slim. <laughs> so do I, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, just, I haven't heard anything from him since like, like, like uh, 1999. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was, I was trying that. So I was like, today I'm just gonna write down some words ahead of time and I had collect my thoughts a little bit. This will go faster. Did it work? Yeah. yeah yes. Ish. So, but in terms of the song itself, I mean, I feel like we took a little bit longer. I, in part because of, Jeremy and I, you know, doing our thing, but also I think you were asking our opinion a little bit more. Well, I was asking opinion. I mean, like, I don't have a hard stop. Jeremy doesn't have a hard stop. Uh, and so it was just like, let's just use the time we have instead of time box. I mean, there have been times we've done a whole song in 25 minutes, right? And this time, I'd say it was like 50, 55 minutes. I don't think it was that long. Uh, yeah, it's probably now an hour. Yeah, I mean, okay, in there. And, and we definitely spent a little bit of time listening to samples, trying to figure out uh, if we had a Spanish sample of burrito, <laughs> which we don't, unfortunately. Which, which, unfortunately and if don't. you yes. have if you have a Spanish yes. sample for the word burrito, please tweet us at Worst Song Pod. <laughs> yeah. yes. We will it not yes. work it into the song, but hopefully yeah, we, we, we can we, work it in a song in the future. Guaranteed to be used in the future. If you want to send in your own sample of you saying burrito, we'll probably use it. Like we are just not that picky. So. Uh, I th- I say we debut this thing and then we I, I have a couple more questions before we wrap this sucker up. How do you feel about that? Do it. All right. That's enough talk. Let's debut our new worst song ever. We're grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. I present to you Where Do Babies Come From? There's nothing like a mind of a four-year-old. This is the time of year we're answering difficult questions. There's nothing like the mind of a four-year-old. So let me take you there. Let me set the stage. She asks, where do babies come from? Where do babies come from? 
After listening to her, I had to make a call. Sit down with Uncle Mike, and I'll explain it all. So you've heard the story of the stork? Well, that's for the birds. None of that is true. Listen to my words. Yeah, I've had a few glasses of nog, so I'm my best self. Babies come from loving, loving somebody else. So you've rubbed your mommy's tummy, that's your sibling, honey. It's a scene from Alien. Have you seen Alien yet? Maybe go find your mother. I don't know all that much. But Uncle Mike is a winner. Your mom's belly is a suitcase. She has to watch what she eats because you can't have certain things when a baby's coming, you see? like that song one of the first questions I, I i need to ask is um we i don't know if we spoke about this before the the montage or uh or not about adding spanish uh, or uh, any language adding a different language just to make our songs classier <laughs> did adding spanish make this song classier I, so what I love is I read the the topic. We have, we have a doc. We just go through and dump a whole bunch of thoughts in. And one of them was, should we add Spanish to make a song classier? And I was just like, well, I found a Spanish sample of a woman counting. And so I threw in some of it because I wanted to know. Yeah, I wanted to know. And I, I think we, is it classier? I wanted more words than just counting personally, but that was all that we had. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could have recorded us saying other things, but I think we already started with a woman's voice counting, and that was where we wanted it. So, <laughs> so were you going to say that made things classier or not, Mike? Yeah, I mean, this is our first multilingual foray. We're, we're international at this point. Follow us at Worst Song Pod. If you're outside the U.S., please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> so one of the things that we talk a lot about in this song is we don't want to punch down. And that was one of the things that came up. It, did we feel like we did not do that because we used your name? It was a little weird. Uh, I, do I know. Feel like, I watched I feel you like cringe it. the whole time, which made me think you were going to back out of the whole thing. And some reason you didn't. Yeah, I uh, I leaned heavily into the lounge singer, I think, routine for a minute, which I liked that part of the song a lot. I feel like if you want a creepy uncle vibe, I'm pretty good at providing that. I think it's a service I could probably do for money. We keep a, yeah. a list in oh, the Google not? Doc of all of your services. I, f- <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of. If that's a part of our website, just a list of Mike's services. <laughs> I'm okay yeah, with our, it. Our website is we'resongpod.com. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, if you have any terrible services that you'd like to uh, dis- display for uh, humanity on the oh, internet, oh, they all are. There we go. Glad, Jeremy, are you glad that you? didn't have to work tomorrow and stayed up late like or or do you no, completely regret this whole thing oh i regret every every, every bit of it <laughs> i mean what what did you think about i mean you this is your first time going you know coast to coast uh, on a pod what do you what do you think about it i think mike is right now you and i occupied ourselves and he pulled what he wanted out of that and came up with the song i know we you and i've had conversations about how we're contributing or well, how we can do that. And, it's, and what it's, we hope so, to get out of this thing. Yeah. And um, it felt like I could do more of that, being able to see it from start to finish. Good. Good. I, I feel like this thing took a little bit longer than normal. Um, but one thing that I do want to say is I appreciated Mike's 
it felt like he was more collaborative this time around. Or I don't even know if collaborative is the word I want to use. Maybe transparent, just kind of walking me through what steps are going through his mind. It made me at least you know wrap my brain around what's going on a little bit better, and hope hope to uh, contribute a little bit better. Uh, Mike, how do you think this thing turned out? I think as far as the song goes, it's there. It's. I think this is a way better song than what we've done in the last couple of weeks. I think the problem is I don't I don't even know what better or worse is anymore. I've lost all the answers. Yes. Bearings. Yeah. Yes. Like it's, all it's, those things. It's better in that I think it's a slightly yes. better. It's it's a, it's a better song with better structure and meaning. But is it a good song? No, not really. Uh, it's it's a pretty bad song. And I mean, we have a Spanish guitar and a lady speaking Spanish in it. So we get to st- that, tell that, a story. That's, that's synergy, right? Yeah, synergy. we 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 were able to maximize our horizontal integration across a value chain. Exactly. <laughs> how many how many songwriters can do that? None. Pro- probably many. Yeah. I feel like that's next week's topic. God damn it! <laughs> synergy. All right. So synergy. <laughs> I think that's that, that's it for this week. Um, my name is Jason. For Jeremy and for Mike, I want to thank everybody, everybody, and anybody who listened. This is uh, worst song ever podcast. Jeremy, anybody you want to shout out because you haven't had to shout out anybody? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to shout out to the Chris Gaines fans out there. <laughs> I want to. I want to shout yeah, out to Chris, all Chris of Gaines us. Fan. Yeah. I want to shout out to all of us for being Chris Gaines fans. And I know we've not had to speak about this, but guess what? We all know it. <laughs> it's just—it's one of those unspeakable truths. I don't even know if I am a Chris Gaines fan. I'm a fan of the idea. I don't even remember the—I don't remember the album. <laughs> I hope I remember the moment I turn off the recording to go look it up and then just tell myself. I, I don't care. I, I'm just going to tell myself I'm a Chris Gaines fan. From here on out. And I don't just mean the musician. Every single person in this country named Chris Gaines, who his whole fucking life at, at, at the lunch table, she's like, oh, you're the Garth Brooks failure spinoff. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Say 1999 anymore. Man, that got vicious quickly. Yeah, yeah. Hey. That's lunch. <laughs> That's lunch at school. <laughs> That's lunch at school. Yeah. All right. Jerks. Uh, I want to thank anybody for listening. Thank you very much for listening to our true. new, brand new, worst song ever. Listen to my words. Yeah, I've had a few glasses of nog, so I'm my best self. Babies come from loving, loving somebody else. So you've rubbed your mommy's tummy. That's your sibling, honey. It's a scene from Alien. Have you seen Alien yet? Maybe go find your mother. I don't know all that much, but Uncle Mike is a winner. Also, your party song? I don't know how the hell you party. You party very differently than me. You know what? I don't need your shit. (laughs) I'm just saying you party much differently than I do. That's fine. You can deal with it. The fact that you keep saying put 30 of them in my mouth, that's the second (laughs) song you've said, let's put 30 of anything in my mouth. It's a dirty 30. (laughs) The dirtiest. Chris Gaines makes me feel like I'm drinking a thousand Capri Suns. Shooting out lightning out my fingertips. Yeah, that's how I do my fingertips. Oh, yeah. Pedicure, manicure. That's how we do it. Pamper, Chris, gay style. I love this sound right now. This is going great. Uh, it doesn't go with this drum beat at all, though. <laughs> And that's why we want you to do it. I know. (laughs) You don't have to, but... Oh, I'm going to. (laughs) I bet a stork can carry a baby if you're stupid enough to put your baby in the hands of a wild bird. Let me know if it works out for you. I'll raise my baby how I see fit. (laughs) This isn't about you right now. Yeah, it's going to know nature. I like how incredulous this person on the internet nine years ago was. (laughs) She's like... (laughs) 
if you're stupid enough to put a baby in a stork's mouth. Babies come from loving, loving somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) That almost sounds like adultery, but (laughs) I understand where you're going. Oh, it can. It's supposed to sound creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, no, is it working? No. Nope. Yeah. No, <laughs> I feel it's like working. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's creepy. <laughs> it's a skill I possess. Listen, go, Mike. I'm trying to think about the next part of the story here. To me, it's like a sloppy, you know, a sloppy drunken night that is being recounted for a four year old, but trying to be sung in a beautiful way. <laughs> but like, so you swipe. You swiped right on Tinder, and that didn't work out, so you swiped right on Grindr. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> it got lucky. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. I was trying. I really wanted to not talk about the fornication part, but only talk yeah, about you the just biology got, yeah. part. Okay. Yeah, you just say that you love someone, and then oh. you move into, and then mommy's no, belly. Okay, what about, like, you know, like in business time, he talks about, like, when is when I'm only down to my socks, it's time for business. Like that's not really fornication. It's just like weird details about that surround the moment. Is kind of what I was getting yeah. at. Like hey, you trip over your pants and you try not to hit your head on the trophy case because God knows you've won a ton of trophies because Uncle Mike is a winner. Um, also, Uncle Mike is a winner needs to be a line in this song. <laughs> you just keep talking about how great you are because. You clearly know how babies are made, and this four-year-old's an idiot and doesn't know anything. After you win the state championship and pound a few beers, <laughs> you find a special lady. Find a special lady. Out. Rub some dirt on it. Beyond deck circle. Keep talking. Keep talking. So they love each other very much. And they wake up in a Chili's bathroom. They wake up under the bleachers. They rub some dirt on it. And then mommy gets fat. <laughs> and not because of the jalapeno poppers we had at the Chili's. It's a different poppers. Um, to me, like, there are different ways to go. You either go full weirdo. It was like, um, uh, you meet a nice lady at a Chili's. For no, some see, reason, it's always in a Chili's. Like, or, mom, mom poops out a baby. I mean, I think that's your third verse because I'm not. You said, you yeah, said, you got to, you got to get. I think we're going, be. yeah, we're going third verse. I think we're going third verse on this one. This is our longest song of, uh, of the season. Yeah. Uncle Mike doesn't know what happens in birth. Like he wasn't, he hasn't he been around. There. Like I want to talk more about like, like why am I getting a, a younger brother or sister? Are you trying to sue this child because is mom pregnant? Yes. But the thing is, when your mom's pregnant, you're like, oh, yeah, touch mommy's tummy. You can feel the baby. Like, it's confusing as hell. Your mom's belly is a suitcase for a baby. She's smuggling body. 